Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. My guy, Rajim Seabrook, in studio with Yo. you. Yo. What's up, bro? You're uh, pretty in pink and purple today. Oh, you know how I do, baby. I'm like a big old walking coral reef. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Well, if only the coral reefs were thriving like you are. Well, that's, I, a, that's a conversation for a different day. That though. really is. It's funny. I actually just watched a documentary the other night what on the it? coral reef. It was. I forget if it was on... I think it might have been on... Disney, it was on National Geographic. Mm, okay. And just how fast the coral reef is dying. And they were just yeah. showing like these uh, transformative pictures and time lapse, man. It's, it's, it's scary. It's crazy. Yes, sir. The late great planet Earth. All you out there should watch it. It's, uh, it's, or excuse me, the Laker Planet Earth is a weird book. Scratch that reference. It's My Life on Planet Earth, the, the recent David Attenborough documentary. We'll leave it at that. Go check it out if you are uh, so inclined. What's been going on, dude? What have you been doing? Living, man. Little Sporting state championship rings and such. Well, until camp breaks, right? You, you're <laughs> still the champ until, until the new season comes. So, um, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a badge of courage and honor to be able to be part of that. So, Yep, wearing a little Sentinel purple. Got a lot of pride for that program. Notice I didn't say the team. It's a program over here in the 406 mm-hmm. on the western side of the state. So just doing that and uh, parenting and being a dad and being my son's caddies, a little sweet Let's little go. golfer. Golf the other day in a little tournament, hit a 47. If I was out there, I hit 947. <laughs> Uh, no, he's just, he's, you know, just being a dad and, and enjoying my little girl and some, some, uh, elongated summer hours going on a hike tonight with some friends. Nice. Would love for you to come, but you're too busy doing other things. Hey, wheeling and dealing. Wheeling baby. and dealing, man. I, watch I never stop, dude. When you are the brand, you got to be the brand at all times. Oh, oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> did you hear that? It's the voice. That's the line of a sellout, Ooh. folks. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, but it uh, it, it will be fun. Play a little poker tonight, so that'll there be fun. There it is. Yeah, I can't wait to hang out with some of the the uh, the fellow uh, gambling aficionados that there are here uh, in the city of the Missoula. Time to get to with Rajim. We also have Paul from Dig Missoula coming up in about, oh, 25 minutes. He's going to tell us about his, his upcoming uh, beach volleyball tournament. This is sort of an annual thing that we help promote around uh, the city of Missoula. 
Uh, you were mentioning, though, the Missoula Mavericks have a little uh, event coming up. They're going to be an inaugural Hall of Fame class for the yeah. Missoula Mavericks. So this, this is July 23rd, which is a couple weeks away. I guess this would be about three Thursdays, or eh, about four Thursdays from today. Um, but they have a uh, cool class going in. My, uh, Very cool American class. Legion baseball has existed <clears throat> for almost 100 years here. Uh, in Missoula, and uh, I recognized about half of these names. I definitely remember some of these guys from when I was a kid. Uh, Mavs have always been very good, but there was a moment in time where, like, if you were one of the best players on the Mavs, you were probably getting drafted. I mean, it was yeah. it was a very high level. Oh yeah, oh and, yeah. Uh, some of these guys are a part of it. So you were talking about uh, your buddy Cameron Reamers, who oh, dude. probably the most successful guy to ever come out of Missoula, right? I mean, he got all the for way baseball. Up, yeah, um, one of at least. I mean, he what, got he got to the double A AA or triple A ranks. I mean, yeah. he was a very very good player. Yeah, got sure. drafted by the Tor- then Toronto Blue Jays. That's right. Uh, you, you know, you know, a, a live wire and a cannon. Not only as an athlete, but just a you know all around good guy, great personality. And now he's got a son who's going to be a stud defensive end here in the years to come over at Sentinel. Nice. And uh, yeah, I ran into him yesterday, and we were talking about that. And immediately, right after that conversation, I texted you to say, "Hey, this is something that's really cool, especially at the as we're starting to hit almost where the zenith of baseball season is. Uh, why not celebrate that and bring some light to some some former." Uh, great ball players, legends in their own right, and it's kind of cool to talk to living legends and not always honoring them when they're past and you know pushing up the daisy, so to say. So great inaugural class going in. You know, you got Scott Welch, Jesse uh, Coulter, uh, Will Thompson, Dahl Dahlgren, like just like good teammates, but dudes that you know you you want to be in that trench uh, in the trenches with, uh, let alone the dugout. So looking forward to that. I remember being like 13 or 14 years old and going to a Mavs camp and Will Thompson, that was when he was the, the star of the Mavs. And I remember him teaching me how to hit. And uh, I took a lot of the stuff he gave me and, and kept with it all the way through uh, my baseball playing days. So uh, this was fun. The full class includes Kurt, Kurt Barkley, Todd Moriarty, Jason Shanahan, Cameron Reamers, Jesse Coulter, Scott Welch, Tanner Kaler, Will Thompson, and Dahl Dahlgren. The induction ceremony will be held July 23rd. That's a Thursday, 11 a.m. at Limborg Craig Field. The public is invited, and the event will be followed by a Class AA clash between the Missoula Mavericks and the Lethbridge Elks. So there you go. We'll uh, give you an update on what's going on with the Mavs and the rest of the American Legion landscape here uh, probably next week when we get back at it. Baseball certainly is about to take a center stage. But today, I want to talk football. So I always ask Rajim, what do you want to talk? What do you wants to talk about? I had some uh, random NFL thoughts for us for today. Kick. But uh, you also talked. You actually sent me an inter- an interesting link about this new organization, which uh, it's a partnership between the NFL and contract with the uh, contract with Black America Institute, which is an economic inclusion focused initiative led by the one and only Ice Cube. This is interesting because your current job right now is sort of uh, as somebody that analyzes um, equity and, and inclusion and things like this. So this seems like a pretty pretty applicable thing for that you're probably familiar with. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting um, meeting of minds and organizations and institutions. And uh, I shared it with you just because the NFL is continuously starting to go into sex, sectors that uh, historically they have not. Um, and, and seeing the viable financial opportunities uh, that the NFL obviously will benefit from, but also um, tapping into pockets of new creativity, new ideas, new, new flavor for 
for for the pot, so to say. So um, I think it's great. I also think that uh, guys like Ice Cube, uh, aka O'Shea Jackson, are also doing this with uh, how many fingers he has in so many different uh, pools that are, are are starting to create great intersectionality across the board. So uh, I think this is a great move for the NFL. I think it's a great move for these other um, growing, fledgling organizations. Um, and it, it gives opportunity for, for some youngsters to get into the world and realm of sports and finance and not necessarily having to be an athlete or a broadcaster or a reporter. From your perspective, when it comes to building... Um, equitable opportunities for people in a workplace, no matter what the workplace is. Right. How do you emphasize authenticity and not just checking a box? Well, that's... Do you know what I'm saying? Well, that's... Like, it's so. this is me being so cynical, but so often when I see this sort of stuff, I, I think, well, the NFL's doing this for the PR, not for the actual change. Uh, that's six of one half dozen another. Right. I think that part of it is that they are doing it to check boxes and to definitely make money off of, but... Due to the demographics and who is largely employed in the within the NFL, they have to do this work sure, because sure. of of who 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 carries the league. Right. Uh, so with that being said, it's it's creating authenticity. It's it's creating opportunities. It's creating access. That's the right, biggest right, thing. Right. And as with anything, with uh, any change in this country, regardless of the topic, it it starts with authentic uh, relationships, uh, changing the institution and the culture within, um, and 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 really. Fulfilling it with 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 sometimes having those hard conversations that lead to to uh, predicate easier results. I just thought about this so much when the um, when the Washington Redskins first came under fire mm-hmm. because to me their ownership did did nothing that was authentic and only uh, tried to be any sort of humanitarian and. Um, Equal opportunity because of PR. Mm-hmm. There was I th- I've talked about this extensively on this show, but just a reminder for those who might be new: there are several direct connections from now what is the Washington Commanders, formerly the Washington Redskins, to the state of Montana because the the logo is fashioned after a famous Blackfeet warrior, uh, Chief Two Calves, who his son Blackie Wetzel was a representative for the. Uh, Bureau of Indian Affairs in Washington, and the people that were on the Native American side of this thing were certainly had the best intentions in the world. I just thought it was so telling that any and all nonprofit type outreach that the Washington Football Organization did involving Native peoples in Montana and in the rest of the country completely stopped as soon as the name was changed. They were only doing it as a sort of way to ease. To, to repent their sins, let's say, right? They they were they knew what they were doing was exploitative in nature, so they were doing this to check boxes. That's just what I, I'm just. I know I'm cynical, but I also just uh, I, I want the, these things to be done for real change, not just uh, to have a PR blurb in the newspaper. A PR stunt. Well, the thing right. is, is when it isn't blown up, like when other things right. happen within the world of sports, it's it's. You know, this was probably not a top 10 article for ESPN. It was a great article, really good right, to, right. to read. But um, I do think that there are microcosmic aspects of change that are happening for the right mm-hmm, reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, as demographics shift, so will ideals and, and constructs. Right. And, uh, yeah, the NFL's, I think, headed in, in, in a very positive direction, it's albeit a, slow change. It's just like the Rooney Rule, right? Like, I, I want equity and inclusion to exist, but not just for 
the token reasons, right? Right. Yeah. You I never want, these, want token I want, these, I want these black coaches to get interviewed because they're great coaches, not because they're black. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Oh, I, I feel you on that. And it's just, I, I guess the, the sad thing is, you know, like to see more female coaches, sure, like to right, see more right, Asian right. coaches, like to just, just because that represents people who actually do play this game across the country. And, uh, you know, Change is slow and change is painful, but um, it, it's happening, and it, and it's very cool to see it. And I and I hope the NFL continues continues down the road that they've uh, already started uh, embarking upon. How about some free pizza? Front Street Pizza in Missoula has been so good to let us give you a free large pizza once a week. We usually do it on Fridays, Friday Pie Day. Instead, no show tomorrow, so we're doing it right now. Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza. All you have to do is call or text four zero six. 888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call or text right now. Tommy will decide which one of you lucky peoples gets a free large pizza from Front Street Pizza. All you have to do is call or text 406-888-1029. Tommy will get your name. He'll give a call down to Front Street Pizza. They'll put your pizza pie in the oven. Boom. You'll have a piping hot pie before this show is even over at 6 o'clock. So call or text right now. 406 406- Eight 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 one zero two nine. Coulter, what's up, bro? I just called you. Can I have that pizza? <laughs> we just need to go down and walk down there and just get get oh, our own. Buddy, you know, you actually, you know what I love at Front Street? They're garlic knots, dude. Legit. You gotta be, you gotta, Le- you gotta be careful though, because you eat six garlic knots, you don't have any room for the zot. So good though, they're so delicious. Well, son, have you seen this four chamber stomach? <laughs> what's going on? We're good. More NFL talk with our Gene Seabrook here on Nuanas now. Thanks to Front Street Pizza for Friday Pie Day, and in this case, Thursday Pie Day. I didn't know this till today. Allen Robinson plays for the Rams. Yeah. I had no clue. Where you been? Uh, I know, right? Uh, that's a, an interesting addition because he was a, a great player at Penn State. He's been good in Chicago despite some of the uh, struggles of the Bears, but now he joins a team. I, I guess my question for you is, Basically, Allen Robinson replaces Robert Woods. Is that an upgrade for the Rams? I'm on a. I'm gonna. Pa- I'm gonna pause on that. I'm not sure. I know a healthy Allen Robinson. Because well, yes, you gotta think like Robert Woods produced really well when he was healthy. Absolutely. And even though a lot of people think Jared Goff's no good, Jared Goff's still better than any quarterback that Allen Robinson's got passes for from the Bears, right? True. <laughs> True. I mean, Allen Robinson had a thousand-yard season in Chicago, and that was when he was catching passes from Mitch, Mitch. Trubisky Mitch and, and other, you know. I Only mean, Mitch I know is Mitch Roberts. <laughs> Mitch Roberts should be a great uh, what is he, like in his ninth year wide receiver for the Montana Grizzlies this year? He's one of the guys where I'm like, man, that guy still has eligibility left. Good for him. I know. He got his PhD while he played for the Grizzlies. It's know, awesome. Right? No, he's, he's a good kid. I actually saw him at some graduation parties. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think Allen Robinson is 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 a ridiculous athlete. I think he can put up good numbers in any system that he goes to. Um, I just I just feel like he just hasn't been as consistent as I would have liked in, throughout his career. Um, he's just he's he's an interesting stopgap receiver. You can't build a franchise around him, but you always want a guy of his nature on your team. Uh, I think just playing with one of the best of the best in Cooper Cup is going to be. Uh an advantage for Allen oh, Robinson. Absolutely. More, absolutely. More random thoughts. How about the Cleveland Browns? Here they are. What and is up with them? They they basically started the drama with Baker Mayfield, saying we, we might we might trade him, we might do this stuff. 
Little did we know that their strategy was, okay, we're floating this Baker Mayfield stuff because we're going to go shine to Sean Watson. That has become a just unmitigated disaster. And now they're like flirting with maybe bringing Mayfield back. And today Baker Mayfield goes to the press and says, ship sailed, man. I'm like, out. We're, uh, you don't want me. You already told the world you don't want me. You know, yeah. you broke up with me. You can't beg me back. I, it's just amazing that there's these franchises in pro sports that Cleveland potential dumpster they fire. They just can't get out of their way. Like the Browns have done a good job of acquiring good talent the last couple of years. They're never going to be good. Never. Because they can't stop doing this kind of stuff. One word, five letters, inept. They are. At the best. Like, it's 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 ridiculous. And I don't blame Baker Mayfield for, for being, I don't want to say, for lack of a better word, salty about things. Like, he, it's, you put, you bring in Deshaun Watson, a.k.a. the NFL's R. Kelly. Man. And you want to and you want to get rid of of uh, you know kind of keep him on standby? Come on, man, that's just that's that's like worse than a backhanded compliment. Yeah, it's uh, it's not great uh, with the Cleveland Browns. No, no, I was now ESPN Radio. How about some of this NBA stuff that's been going on? This is why the NBA, part of why the NBA is so popular. It's a circus. The visibility of the superstars, but it's the drama, man. Like sometimes I think to myself. Is the NBA more like professional wrestling than any other professional sport? Without a doubt. Like these dudes, they say inflammatory things on camera. They know it's going to be inflammatory. Like Draymond Green is the biggest pot stirrer ever. But he's way more stable than all the rest of these drama queens. Today, here's your news of the day across the board here. First of all, we had Kyrie Irving pick up his player option. So dude misses 60% of his games during his time in Brooklyn, and he's still going to get paid $37 million. That sounds like a pretty good job. Go to work four out of every 10 days, and you get $36 million. That's pretty crazy. I need to talk to my boss. Something's wrong in the world. Ben Simmons straight up skipped last year, bro. He didn't go to work for a year. Yeah. He just signed a four-year $100 million contract with the Portland Trailblazers. I'm suing my own job tomorrow. <laughs> I need to get paid, son. Dude, the... The craziest part about the Ben Simmons to Portland is the realest of these guys, of all the superstars in the NBA, is Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's the one that wasn't the entitled Brad. He's not the AAU shoe culture guy. He's the dude that was the no-star recruit who went to the Big Sky Conference. And had to play. And had to go through Weber State and get better and become a first-round draft pick. Damian Lillard is from the streets in Oakland. Damian Lillard is not going to tolerate this Ben Simmons stuff. You think Joel Embiid wasn't into it? Damian Lillard. Son. Dude, this is good. I, I can't believe the Blazers did that if they're going to still hitch their wagon to Lillard, which I don't know how they can't. They already made him one of the highest-paid players in the NBA, so unless they're contemplating trading him, I can't imagine what Damian Lillard thinks of Ben Simmons on his way to Portland. Oh, if I can read his comic book bubble, the only the, the two words that come, why me? <laughs> why me? Why did you bring this? Why? Why? Does not help him. The other NBA headlines of the day. One, the Washington Wizards signed Bradley Beal to five years and hello, $251 million. You want to know how you stay in the spot the Washington Wizards are in? You give away contracts you know, like this, son. Bradley Beal is a good player. He's a good no player. Question. He's, he's no a you know, top 30-ish player. He's a borderline all-star. When he's good, he's probably an all-star. He is no way, in no way good enough to be the best player on a team that's any sort of good. He needs to be a number two or number three. And so if you pay him like that, then you're paying him as your number one. So Washington's just going to be stuck in 12th place forever. You know who I blame for these bad contracts regardless of sports? I'm taking them out. I'm going to get them Tanya Harding style. <laughs> who do you 
you blame? Christian Kirk. <laughs> it's all Christian Kirk. Why are we paying premium dollars? On mediocre athletes. Last two things, and I want to hash these ones out a little bit. Sorry, my Stephen A. Smith ran to the day. <laughs> the, one of the most underrated players in the NBA I've thought over the last couple of years is Jalen Brunson. I think one of the reasons he's underrated okay. is because I don't think a lot of people thought he was going to be any good coming out of college. Because Jalen Brunson does not have an NBA body. He's he's six feet tall, six foot one. He's not exceptionally athletic or explosive. No. But... He's tough as nails. He's got a great basketball IQ, and I think he's got a blueprint because his dad played in the NBA as mm-hmm. well. He also, though, seemed like he was in an ideal situation being the running mate and the backcourt mate of Luka Doncic in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Brunson said thanks but no thanks and signed with your New York Knicks. Oh, baby. I don't know what to say about this because uh, I, I just uh, – I don't know why Brunson would make that move. I don't know what it's going to ever take for the Knicks to be good. But I also think it's crazy that we've been hearing, like since the the last era of the Knicks ended, because here's the thing. For those that are younger out there, you're thinking, okay, the Knicks have been a laughing stock in the NBA for about 20 years. They don't know. The the Knicks were the the premier franchise in the NBA in the 1970s, and they were pretty good in the 80s, and they were really Really good good in in the 90s. It was all until, like, the post-Patrick Ewing... The curse of Pat, man, as soon right? as they sent Patrick Ewing away. And then we had Sprewells sign Allen Houston to Larry, that ungodly contract. Right, and then they got rid of Larry Johnson. I mean, like, the team that went to the finals in 98 was a nice team, man, with with uh, Chris Childs and Charlie Ward and Patrick Ewing, and they had all these dirty work guys, and then they, they just they've screwed the whole thing up. But it's also so fascinating that we've been hearing forever... New York, huge market. New York, premier city in the country. New York, New York, New York. These guys are going to stack money. They're going to get a a loose cap, and boom, they're going to sign one of these superstars. Well, early on when that narrative started, they signed a couple superstars with Amari Stoudemire and Carmelo Anthony, but then in the last 15 years, they haven't signed anybody. Nobody. No. Well, we had Chris Stapp for a minute. We had the unicorn for a hot minute. Didn't allow him to develop, but he couldn't stay healthy either. Right. About as sturdy as box of dried pasta we just i just i don't know just can't keep the dudes and so you're a new york guy i got a question for you though is the draw of new york less than it used to be yes i think so too absolutely i think most of these guys want to be in california part of it is that's where the sway the attention the media darlings of the nba are mostly in the west coast i I think that if you're choosing a team because of the market size i think that you're going to choose the west coast not the east coast absolutely the or or like atlanta atlanta the other thing is um just 90 minutes south of new york and three hours north of new york boston and philly have gotten better Right. So when you have those two cities at any time better than New York at any sport, it creates a almost like a reverse polarity for New York. All of yeah. a sudden, people don't want to be there. Well, and in the '80s and '90s, being in the Big Apple meant you were in the brightest spotlight. But now the spotlight in America is so broad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you used to get better endorsement deals when you played for the Knicks. Now everybody's on TV everywhere all the time. You know what I mean? Like Damian Lillard's got one of the best endorsement deals in the in the whole entire pro sports, and he's in Portland, the smallest pro sports. Market in the country, so you know it's not the it's not the same. It isn't the same. Technology has advanced that, and is uh, when you look at the Knicks back in the day, along with you know the Yankees, a couple of yeah. Big Ten teams, those TV contracts, but you know pre streaming, pre 
te- again, technology, not to overuse the word, it made those places more marketable and more of, of a mecca, if you will, for, for athletes to go to. Now, if you can make that same amount of money but still be the big fish in the small pond in Milwaukee, why not chill in Milwaukee and stack, stack that cheese? New Orleans now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I said I had two I wanted to hash out. The other one What's up? is Kevin Durant demanding a trade today. We'll do that. But first, we take a break and come back with a little uh, community spotlight here. Paul from Dig Missoula. He's got his beach volleyball tournament coming up. We do this every year that they're hosting it, and they're back in person. Paul will join us next here on Nuana's Now. Keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. The Dig Missoula Volleyball Tournament, the fifth annual Open Tourney, is back. And this year it's going to be down there at uh, Fort Missoula. What a great facility. We have Paul Standen in studio. This is kind of a yearly thing, except for we haven't Hello. seen you a little while, Paul. Yeah, well, you know, everybody's had that big pause. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. The great pause. Well, tell people uh, just a little bit about the organization, first and foremost. Dig Missoula, yeah. uh, fun organization. And uh, actually, I actually read an article the other day. They say... Uh, Volleyball of all sorts, but particularly beach volleyball and yep. grass volleyball yep. and, and pickleball. Those are like the two yes. fastest growing sports in America right yeah, now. Yeah, college sand volleyball, one of the biggest growth sports Crazy. right now. Is there something that you can tie to that? Why is that? It's just the best. It's a great sport. It's super it's, fun. It, it's well, a lot and it's of emerging. It's you know, you're, you're, it's just an emerging thing that is um, honestly, you know, you see the Olympics, you see all this this activity, and it, it's 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 fun to watch. I mean, we all watch it, you know, and um, it, it it's great. It's really good. So it, it does not surprise me. And then you know, moving here back in uh, 03 uh, and kind of getting things you know emerging and starting with Dig Missoula, um, I I was uh, uh, blown away about the the volleyball culture here that that right. we're a part of. But it it's it's easy. You know, there's a lot of people that love the sport. So here we are doing what we're doing. So much of it is in Missoula is just because there's so many people here that want to be outside no matter what. And so, you know, if yeah. you give them a reason to be outside, volleyball, basketball, frisbee, whatever, they love doing it. Active lifestyle. That's 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 Missoula. Uh, that's Montana. For it's sure. It's great. It really is. It's one of the best parts yeah. about living here yeah. uh, in the state. So let's go over some of the stuff for, uh, for sure. this tournament. Uh, this sounds uh, like a, a pretty fun and uh, entertaining weekend for you guys. 
what a facility you got for it down oh, at Fort Missoula geez. as well. You know, two years before the facility was built, remodeled, uh, I saw that and, and a couple of us, you know, you know, sat around a park bench basically and, and dreamt this, this, this tournament. And, and we had no idea that it would become, I mean, out the gate five years ago, well, six years ago, we had a pause, but out the gate, we were the biggest tournament of its kind. Uh, and here we, you know, we're, we're still going. Uh, you know, increased enrollment every single time. We attract players from the Pacific Northwest as far as way this, as, um, you know, Seattle, Boise, uh, you know, uh, Spokane is very well represented. Uh, and then all the, all the cities and towns in, in Montana. It's, it's great. One of the biggest portions of this tournament is grass fours for both the yeah, women's that's men's the and the open division. So yeah. tell people just about that style of this sport. You know, you'll see, you know, like we were talking about the Olympics earlier, you, you know, you see two, two twos uh, on sand. Uh, you'll see sixes uh, in indoor in the Olympics. Uh, you know, those are the main formats you see. You will also see fours, and there's a different strategy to that. It's a lot of fun. You get more people playing. You basically have a, maybe you have a setter that can set three different people on the court. You know, everybody's on offense, so to speak. It's a really fun format. And um, and as we were talking, you know, we've got a men's division, we've got a women's division in both the open and competitive div- uh, levels, and then we've added a newer division uh, for that up up and coming player, uh, co-ed rec level. You know, two two men, two women. Um, you know, mix up the genders and 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 have some fun. It, it's a blast. Paul Standen from Dig Missoula in studio. They have their annual tournament. Coming up on July 9th. So for those keeping track, that is not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow. Uh, so I guess a week from Saturday, excuse me. I keep yeah. thinking, I keep fast forwarding. I keep thinking it's Friday. I'm so excited for the I can't holiday. Wait. That's right. Uh, a week uh, from Saturday. So that's Saturday, July 9th. Be yeah. down there at uh, Fort Missoula Park. But this is not only a great competition that people can be involved in, but also a great fundraiser for your organization. Yeah, it is our biggest fundraiser. We do various other things that we raise funds uh, throughout the course of the year. We do tournaments, uh, clinics for kids, uh, that kind of stuff. This is our biggest, I mean, it's a big tournament. So that's our big fundraiser. A lot of effort goes into it. And and I'll tell you, this does not get done by just one person. I've got to I've got a group of, I've got a board of directors, you know, both present and past that have, that have really given so much to this organization and to the community and just help grow the sport uh, within Missoula. And it bleeds into Montana and the West and and Intermountain Northwest. Well, growing youth sports is so important because uh, one Mm -hmm. of our favorite segments around here with Justin Engel, who's a business professor at the University Mm -hmm. of Montana, we talk about the economics of sports a lot. Absolutely. And one of the things that's been going on is we've made the funnel way less broad, which is not what youth sports is yeah. supposed to be all about. We've made it so expensive and we're we're making it so that not as... The, the point is to have as many people try all the things as you possibly can, right? And this helps give kids opportunity to do that. We have a scholarship that we give out every year to a deserving uh, high school kid. We've done a middle school scholarship now. Uh, we do these youth clinics. We did one last month. We have another one coming up this month, as uh, this coming month, uh, at, at free and reduced rates. We, you know, we just, you know, if, if we could just have all the kids come and, and do it for free, we'll do it for free. Totally. You know, but um, we want to make it doable and we want to make it accessible. And then the, the, the facility that we have helped remodel out at uh, Playfair Park, which we, 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 uh, we call MSO Beach, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
we, we're encouraging open and free play there, uh, as well as some of the other places that we have uh, open and free play. Uh, Bonner Park's a big one. Uh, there's a group of folks at Kiwanis Park, you know, downtown. I mean, what's better than, you know, playing volleyball right next to the river? It's well, great. And that's exactly right. I think about this all the time at living in Missoula. One of the great parts we have in Missoula is the community element, but also just the open space that we have. Unbelievable. All the parks that we have are so cool. But people, you got to realize this takes money to maintain these things. So if you have an organization yeah. that's willing to maintain these things by you helping them raise money, that's definitely a good thing. We've got a we've got a really great relationship with Missoula Parks and Recreation, and it's been years and years in the making, and it's just been solid. And we really partner with them in raising, you know, back to the for, back to the Playfair Park project. You know, we've raised over $30,000 for that project, and we continue cool. to, 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 and we're at the end of that, we're kind of rounding the corner to the end of that project, and it's just been a great relationship with them and, 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 and collaboration and trying to work with the parameters that they have as well, yet go out there, go out there right now, and there are people playing right now, all the time. It's great. Dig Missoula, their big tournament coming up on July 9th. Paul Standen from Dig Missoula in studio with us. If you want to find more information out about this tournament or this organization in general, digmissoulavolleyball.org. If people visit the website, though, tell them how they can get involved. This is kind of how you sign up. This is how you donate, yep. all sorts of stuff. Yep. You uh, you know, so you can go on that website. You can sign up for the the uh, the tournament. Uh, you can volunteer. We have a whole volunteer network. Uh, we'll you know, we've got folks that are going to be volunteering for this particular tournament. Um, we've got folks that want to volunteer with Dig Missoula directly. Uh, that's how we've formed this group of. Uh, we've got a board of directors. You know that 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 run the show. Um, you know, different levels of involvement, phone numbers there, uh, we're on social, on all the social media platforms. You can contact us and we get great contact and we're getting great exposure from all, again, all that Pacific Northwest region. It's great. Digmissoulavolleyball.org. That's digmissoulavolleyball.org. Go visit if you'd like to learn more about this organization or get signed up for the tournament or see how you can help out. All that good stuff. Paul Standen in studio with us here on Nuanas. Now, anything else to add before we get you out of here? I think we're good. I, I got to get back. I got to go grab some nets and some equipment, and I, I'm putting it all together as we speak. <laughs> the fifth annual Open Tourney Dig Missoula, Saturday, July 9th, down there at Fort Missoula. Still opportunities for you to contribute, sign up, play, watch, all that good stuff. DigMissoulaVolleyball.org. Thanks for being here, man. All right, man. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. The news of the day, which there's been so much news of the day in the, the NBA. NBA. But the news of the day, as of right now, of this show, Kevin Durant signed a four-year, $198 million extension last August, and today he de demanded a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I'm not trying to... I think that the, the, the broad narrative here is that Kevin Durant has a hard time finding peace and expressing gratitude. Anywhere. The specific narrative, though, is that maybe he just doesn't want to hang out with Kyrie Irving anymore. Because Kyrie Irving picked up his player option, and maybe Kevin Durant's like, see you, Uncle Drew, I'm out. Well, it's what uh, two weeks ago when I did the show on, on a Friday was Kyrie's that girl that you want to date until you date him, and then you realize why <laughs> that person is single. That's so right? funny. And that's, that's Kyrie true. Irving. You, you, it's he, He's cool to play with until he's cool to play with. I was thinking about this. So, if Kevin Durant gets traded. Yes. This is on the Mount Rushmore of the biggest stars to ever be traded, right? 
I mean, there's been a lot of guys that are like second tier stars in the NBA that have been traded. There's been guys that are huge stars that have signed other places. But like the deal, guys that get traded that are this level of player and that are this good right now still, it's like Kevin Durant, Shaquille O'Neal, Wilt Chamberlain when he got traded to the Lakers way back in the day. I that's mean, a good one. But that, I mean, that's a good one. You don't trade Kevin Durant. This never happens. No, like guys no. of this caliber don't get traded. Marquee guys. Right, they either sign somewhere else or they sign where they're at. You don't trade them. No, you don't. No, 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 no. You. It'll be interesting. Brooklyn is uh, in a precarious position, kind of going back to the next uh, great market, great city, uh, one of one of the, the 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 centers of basketball, regardless of level, and people just don't want to be there. Right, they don't want to be there, and um, the Nets just have not. I don't think fundamentally have done a job since their inception in the league of of creating a modicum of consistency anywhere along the board. Um, going back to the Deron Williams days, like you just don't you, – you're not keeping guys there long enough to formulate any type of culture, which means the culture there is consistently inconsistent at best. And uh, it's sad because Brooklyn has some great pieces, great venue to play in. Brooklyn's a hot city. Um they just the ownership just can't get it. They can't find the right team chemistry. Other uh, reputable trades that, uh, that were actually trades, not signing trades or not you know free agent signings. Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen both traded on draft day to the Boston Celtics when the Celtics unloaded. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was a draft day guy. We didn't know what Kobe Bryant was at that moment yet, though. Mm-hmm. Same with Dirk mm-hmm. Nowitzki. Like Dirk Nowitzki mm-hmm. was traded on draft day. We didn't know what he would yep. become. LeBron James though was traded. LeBron James yep. when he went to Cleveland, that was a sign and trade. Yep. Um. The other reputable trades probably Dennis Rodman getting traded to the Bulls. That was that was a relatively from from the Spurs because Rodman okay. Rodman was with the Bad Boy Pistons and then he had a brief stint in uh, San Antonio and Greg Popovich and David Robinson were like no nah. <laughs> they're like that ain't happening we're not doing that did he get traded from L A too maybe that was later in his career for yeah, sure yeah I was I felt like uh, yeah anyway keep going. Uh, and the other, probably the other most notable trades for guys that were in the league in their primes. Wilt Chamberlain traded to the Los Angeles Lakers famously back in the late yeah. 1960s. Yep. And then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar forcing his way out of Milwaukee. 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 Getting to, to Los Angeles. Yes. Probably th- this list I'm looking at, though, has the, the number one trade in NBA history. I actually had no idea this had happened. Bill Russell. Because Bill Russell was actually not drafted by the Boston Celtics. I had no idea until Was he I, drafted by the... He was drafted by the St. Louis Hawks okay. in 1956 and was traded on draft day. Man, I, that guy probably I, feels like just so dumb. <laughs> Can you imagine retrospectively looking back and be like, we traded Bill Russell, huh? Uh, no, uh, the general managers and the think tank of the old Portland Trailblazers are probably still sitting in a padded room saying... We picked Kevin Duckworth. <laughs> That's right. We could have had Jordan, but we picked Kevin Duckworth. So, last thing for you then. My thought here is that in this super teams and you know team up with other superstars world, I think that Kevin Durant should go somewhere where he's the dude. Like, the dude. Kevin Durant would be at his best if Kevin Durant did never had to pass the ball again. Just let him go be a, the scoring champion. Make him Tracy McGrady on the Rockets, like a la 2006. Ooh, I like that. You know what I mean? I like, like that. 
Why is he playing with other ball-dominant players? Let's just get Kevin Durant and a bunch of role-player shooters, and let's see how far he can go. I think he can win 50 games and be in the conference finals. If he remains on the East Coast, absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, the East is getting a lot better, though. I mean, the East is more yeah, challenging yeah. than it has been. It has been, but it's not. Miami's when, solid. When you look at the top eight teams in the East versus the top teams in the West, like there's no comparison. Yeah, but I mean, I think that some of the top contenders in the NBA, I, I would say of the, the top, top contenders in the NBA, the Celtics, the 76ers, and the Bucks are all are three of the top five. I'll give you that. I just, I just have more faith in the West right now. Wonder where Kevin Durant might end up. Send him right across the East River to 34th Street, the Garment District, better known oh, as going, the... you're going Knicks? Why not? See, actually, here's the best way I could say it. Kevin Durant, away from Kyrie Irving in New York, would be better than him with That's Kyrie Irving That's why I said what I said, brother. It's I actually, feel you. Jalen Brunson and Kevin Durant's kind of nice. See, Son! And Julius Randle. Ooh, you're kind of on me now. All right, Katie, the Knicks. Let's start. You heard it here first, folks. When Screaming A. Smith starts talking about this next week, Rajim's the one that brought it up. And I did it with a lot less anger. <laughs> oh, Nuana's now. For the first time in a long time, I'm excited to not work for the next five days. I love being with you guys. I tell you every day, this is therapy for me. It's a heck of a lot of fun. Must be nice having those days <laughs> off, man. In the summertime. Tommy, I took the, the Friday off for you so you don't have to sit back there anymore. Just play that Mungo Jerry. Don't listen to that. Hey. <laughs> Everybody have yourself a safe, fun, happy 4th of July weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the freedoms that come with being an American. And uh, always remember the history of those that came before us. We'll be back at it Wednesday, 4 p.m. In the meantime, happy Independence Day, everybody. And thank you so much to Tommy for sitting in the back all week. We'll see you next week. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.